Hi everyone! Welcome to Gubat at Ibapa Podcast. I'm Ongi Canivel, Executive Director of Forest Foundation. And hello, I'm Brian Mariano, Knowledge Management Specialist at Forest Foundation Philippines. In this podcast, we tell stories about the forest, plants, and people. Gubat at Ibapa comes from a wordplay of Gubat, which translates to forest in Tagalog, and at Ibapa, which means and others. At Gubat at Ibapa, we find familiarity in the forest and its relation to our everyday lives. Welcome sa seventh episode natin ng Gubat at Ibapa podcast. Hi everyone! Hello Ongi! For our past episodes, diniscuss natin yung joy of being a plantito and plantita, yung tending care um, sa, sa plants. We also touched on yung representations of nature in literature and visuals, including yung mga paintings, diba? cartography, and even yung, yung, yung map making. Yeah, nga, Brian, ano, it's been six episodes of, of really good conversations. Uh, last time, we were lucky enough to learn and actually go through yung forest bathing uh, experience, ano, thanks to Doc TJ of Mount Puro Nature Reserve. Um, you can still listen to the forest bathing episode ano, that I'm... I'm really happy to to have been part of uh, and uh, it was really a, a pleasure and a, and a, a real escape for me you know, to be in nature for that episode yeah you're right and if you're like me then uh, based dito sa metro manila pwede rin naman to find pockets of nature in your local neighborhood although alam natin medyo konti lang ito no pero bring or find nature closer to your home para na rin to experience yung benefits noon being in nature kasi is not just good for our body but sa mental and emotional health na rin natin yep and and to add to that ano uh, i think yung mental health ano as has been at the forefront of of even sa environmental uh, groups that I'm part of. Ano? In fact, started us several years ago. We start, I started hearing about eco-psychology, environmental psychology. And of late, ano, uh, um, yung mga friends ko are, are talking about eco-anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, although it's not a new concept, ano, pero I think given yung, yung situation that we find ourselves in, there's little awareness about it. Maraming nagtatanong. And I think it's it's timely that we talk about it or we looked into this uh, environmental psychology uh, and eco-anxiety. Right. So kasi diba Philippines din yung isa sa mga pinakamatagal na din na naka-lockdown. Ang dami nating community quarantines. <laughs> Sobrang <laughs> limited na mobility natin. And I think it's very important nga to have this kind of conversation. Medyo mabigat na usapin, pero I think very important na pag-usapan, especially sa context ng urban spaces. The lack of green spaces nga natin, hindi naman lahat talaga may direct access doon sa green spaces. Isa yan sa mga forms of inequality rin, kaya yung isang naging response natin is mag-alagan ng mga halaman di ba, sa bahay natin. At dahil nga, limited yung yung pagto-travel sa sa panahon ngayon ng ng pandemic at marami na ring pag-aaral na nagsasabi na talagang it really takes you know a toll sa 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 mental health ng mga tao and to learn more about these things we've invited two guests for today's episode and excited na din ako to hear their thoughts and insights about these topics so only let me introduce our guests go ahead si, go ahead Alright, so si, yung una nating guest ay si Dr. John Jamir Benzon Aruta or John. So he's a professor from the Counseling and Educational Psychology Department ng De La Salle University. Mm. His research interests include environmental psychology and mental health. So isa sa mga mm. uh, recent na mga paper na na-publish niya ay about sa influence ng connectedness to nature and materialism sa ecological behavior ng mga tao dito sa Philippines. Also joining us today is Beatrice Tolagan or Bea, a writer and a climate organizer. As a journalist, Bea Rice writes about the climate crisis, cultural shifts, and social politics, as well as the environment, culture, gender, and mental health. Bilang climate organizer, she is particularly focused on the emerging youth climate movement in the global south, um, including sa Asia and sa Philippines. Yeah. And as well as uh, and as well as women environmental defenders. So, grave. Um, thank you for joining us today, John and Bea. Magandang araw sa inyo. Welcome, John, and welcome, Bea. Thank you very much, Brian and Ongi, for 
uh, for inviting me. Appreciate. Thank you for having me as well. Magandang araw po sa ating lahat. <laughs> Magandang right. araw, Bea. Magandang araw sa ating lahat. Ayan. Um, siguro yung kanina na napakinggan natin ano ba yung pinag-aaralan or ginagawa ni, ni John about sa environmental psychology and mental health. Tapos ang ginabanggit mo kanina yung terms na um, environmental psychology, eco-psychology, and eco-anxiety. Baka pwede tayong tulungan ni, ni John sa, sa pag-define o pag-explain ano ba yung eco-psychology, ano ba yung eco-anxiety. Um, yeah, ano ba itong uh, terms na ito, uh, John? Thank you, uh, Brian. Environmental psychology, it's a sub-branch of psychology. Para siyang engineering, di ba? May, may electrical engineering, may mechanical engineering, may mga sub-branches. So sa, sa psychology, meron ding mga sub-branches. Isa sa mga ito, yung environmental psychology. Basically, yung environmental psychology talks about uh, how humans impact the environment. Uh, humans produce a lot of plastic. Humans cause deforestation, marine degradation, etc. And also the impact of the environment on human beings. So, given the current status of the environment, na apekto hamba yung mga tao in terms of their mental health, for example, or in terms of how they live their lives. Makita mo yun yung mga bahay elevated, kasi response nila yon sa bahay, di ba? Mm-hmm. O ano siya? Uh, reciprocal interaction ng humans and environment. And yung question sa eco-anxiety, it's a uh, it's a psychological response ng human beings sa climate crisis. And ang anxiety means nag-worry ka, no? Aligaga ka, uh, natatakot ka na may mangyaring masama dahil sa climate crisis o sa mga environmental problems, etc. And I can talk about that maybe later in the following questions. Right, thank you uh, John sa pag-provide sa amin ng mga definition ng mga terms na ito. It really provides yung grounding doon sa kung paano ba natin ito tackle to in the next um, uh, in the next few minutes. Um, and uh, siguro sobrang um, striking din nung nung idea ng pagiging reciprocal nung um, oh, humans man. and environment oh, actions. Kasi 'di ba, yun yung nag yun yung nagbe-break nung nung divide doon sa humans and nature na hindi siya binary pero nakaaapekto siya one another. So pag naka certain um certain types of people for instance ay nakapag-destroy ng certain ecosystem tapos 'di ba, hindi natin alam yung magiging epekto noon. Um domino effect 'yun. Um sa 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 ibang communities or sa ibang aspects ng society ganyan. So hindi siya talaga ganun ka-linear. And yung idea ng eco-anxiety yun, yun talaga yung nag-worry ka, may may sort of distress, may sort of distress doon sa sa mm-hmm. sa kung paano mo na-experience yung destruction ng environment, ganyan. Naalala ko lang diyan may isang psychologist din si Albrecht um 27 2007 yata pinoy niya yung term na na solastalgia or solace and nostalgia yun daw yung parang distress na na feel ng mga tao at na produce ng uh, environmental change um na parang halimbawa dati ako na, lumaki ako sa Valenzuela na, na sobrang laging binabaha tapos <laughs> meron kami doon sa tapat ng bahay namin na ang tawag ng lolo ko noon pitak Um, para siyang barren lad na may mga baka doon and all doon kami palagi naglalaro, ganyan. Tapos, growing up, natabunan na yun ng baha, wala na masyadong matakbuhan doon, hindi ka na makapagpalipad ng saranggola doon, wala na masyadong puno doon, you know, and all. So parang, feeling ko parang yun yung sinasabi ni ni Albrecht na Solastalja na parang um, namimiss mo yung ganong klase ng feeling pero parang, hindi ka na makakonect kasi somehow destroyed na yung environment na yun at sa case noon parang binahan na siya so parang hindi ko na ma-enjoy yung childhood ko pagbalik ako doon nakaka-anxious na parang nasa na parang ganoon di ba siguro ano uh, uh, in addition to that ano Brian um, for me isa sa mga well hindi naman siya siguro surprise ano pero sa sa binanggit ni ni John ano na how yung we interact with the environment and how the environment interacts with us actually ano come to think of it uh, madalas iniisip natin na tayo lang yung may interaction sa environment pero sa totoo lang may may ano eh we 
pick up a lot from our environment as well, both uh, physically, yung sa pag-gather siguro ng resources, pakiramdam mo na magaan dahil sa maliwalas yung hangin. But I'm sure uh, um, beyond aesthetics, uh, yung psychological well-being mo rin, I'm sure affected ng interaction mo sa, sa environment. Ano? Yun nga, it's, it's, it's really both ways. I mean, for me, uh, uh, this brings to, to, to focus as well how we're actually connected with, with nature. And then hindi pa talaga tayo, you know, despite uh, the way we may have been uh, taught ano, or, or how sometimes we think na, na hiwalay tayo or, or we're separate from nature, we're actually, uh, you know, part of and in nature, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Siguro uh, because we have we have Bea here, ano, and then I've read some of her work. I've followed yeah. her work as well, um, and I'm curious if uh, if she's seen as well itong reaction ng community to their environment, especially yung mga naapektohan ng ng impacts ng climate change. So, uh, Bea, have, have you've written a little bit about this? But maybe you can tell us. A little bit more on the impacts, how the communities felt itong, yung destruction as well as the impacts on climate change or ng environmental activity. So I work a lot with um, communities, especially youth activists, yung mga mm-hmm. next in line ba natin, na frontliners against mm-hmm. um, the fight against climate injustices. Um, syempre po, um, ang nararamdaman nila ngayon, they're, they're very angry, they're very frustrated, there's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of worry about their future because um, katulad nga nung sinabi nung isa kong friend na youth activist din, parang wala daw siyang space to dream her own dreams kasi you have the world to save pa. Kailangan mong, mag, kailangan mong mag-activism, kailangan mong mag-organize. Kasi the world is quite literally going up in flames. So what about her dreams of, for example, being a painter or being right. something else? So there's a lot of um, feelings of loss and grief even um, around climate impacts. And um, fortunately, um, a lot of the people I know, a lot of these with activists, they turn this anxiety, this anger into action. They collectivize, mm. organize. Um, they run climate campaigns. They demand for governments to take more action. So um, it's very interesting to see that trend ongoing. Po. It's sad to 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 note that, ano na, and and totoo nga, no? uh, Here you are, literally in in the most challenging of times, and and you 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 have to take on a fight, and yet you're still growing up. You're still dreaming. You're you still have to to dream and to fulfill your dream, ano. Um, but I'm glad that that you guys are, have found a way, you know, to cope and and not just cope, but cope effectively and fight back, ano. Uh, ang galingan ng spirit na ganon, ano, na here we're having difficulties, uh, but you know we can come together and and come to more effective uh, action on on climate. Siguro for bato ko naman ngayon kay John, ano. I'm, I'm interested to know in your work. Uh, studying the Filipino psyche and 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 you have students, you know, so uh, and then you probably have first-hand experience of all of these young people. Is this something that you observe and how valuable, you know, hindi lang important but valuable, itong coming together to to solve this problem uh, of of climate and of, of environmental crisis. In my view, and this also the general view of environmental psychology, sa kanang environmental sciences ay hindi natin masosolve ang environmental problems if we don't act collectively right mm-hmm. pero kaya lang uh, y- human beings primarily would be concerned about their immediate you know b- benefit and we tend to underestimate what we can do as an individual contributing to the collective purpose diba? we tend to underestimate so pwede, pwede nga sabihin ng mga to, eh kahit naman di ako magbawas ng plastic, wala namang magagiging difference yan. Magtatanim lang naman ako ng isang puno, anong difference? No? Uh, we tend to underestimate that individual actions when put together can make a collective change. Diba? And yung question mo, Onggi kanina, the good news is that mataas ang environmental concern ng younger generations. That's based on data. And Buti also na lang. <laughs> 
yeah and kaya lang maraming mga factors kasi that hinder environmental concern maraming factors na that that hinder um, our actions to protect the environment some some of the factors that hinder are internal or more psychological while mm-hmm. some factors are more external some examples of uh, internal factors would be uh, the values that we have as okay. people. For example, may mga values na medyo egoistic values, meaning your 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 mean you you put so much uh, importance on gaining material resources, etc. etc. Based on evidence, if you people who endorse those kinds of values they are less likely to engage in pro-environmental behavior. Um, pero meron ding mga values na uh, what we call biospheric values. Meaning these are values na endorsed by people who care for the environment. People like you guys. And <laughs> based on evidence, people who endorse ng mga values na biospheric actually are more uh, likely to engage in pro- pro-environmental behavior. Medyo tricky ito. May tricky sa evidence dito. Kasi ang sinasabi mm-hmm. sa evidence, sa environmental psychology, hindi sapat na bigyan mo lang ng information about climate change or environmental problems sa mga tao. Mm-hmm. Kailangan mm-hmm. mag-instill ka ng values. Bigyan ko kayo ng example na study. Isa yeah, sa mga pag-aaral, hinati nila yung dalawang grupo ng mga tao. Uh, this is somewhere in a Scandinavian country, inati nila. The, the first group was exposed to plastic pollution movie. You watch the plastic pollution movie. Okay. And then the other group was exposed to a movie that has nothing to do with environmental problems. So, measure nila after nung exposure na yon. Sino mas mataas ang environmental knowledge, uh, knowledge about plastic pollution? Apparently, mas mataas yung knowledge uh, about plastic pollution nung na-expose sa plastic pollution problems movie. Mm-hmm. Isa doon sa isang group. Pero nung measure nila yung intention nila to actually donate money for, for environmental laws, you know, uh, make little sacrifices for the environment, walang difference. Oh. The, so, so, ang ginawa nila, tiningnan nila yung values ng mga tao na ito. Sino yung mataas uh, na, nakita nila yung mga tao na mataas sa uh, biospheric values in explain ko pa na people who care about the environment who would uh, prioritize the environment more than their personal benefit have higher intention to protect the environment they are more willing to pay higher taxes for environmental laws mm-hmm. they're more willing to uh, purchase uh, green products that are basically more expensive etc so in other words hindi sapat na bigyan mo ng information yung mga tao. Knowledge about environmental problems, it's not enough. Kailangan mag-instill ka ng values, turuan mo ng values, how to take care of the environment ng mga tao. That's very, very interesting if you ask me. Yeah. Oo, yeah. oh, actually, yeah. oh, interesting nga yung experiment na yun, yung pag-aaral na yun. Speaking of values at uh, speaking of Filipino youth, ano yung tingin mong observation mo doon sa mga kabataan ngayon? And meron bang sort of unique value siguro yung mga Pilipino? Meron ba tayong sort of culture na ganun? Um, na, mas, na pwede natin siguro mas inurture? Ano ba yung sort of values na siguro na medyo unique sa atin as Filipinos? Tapos baka pwede natin yun yung mas inurture, not just yung tama kayo, sobrang linear kasi nung pagbibigay lang ng impormasyon eh. Parang yung impormasyon, hindi nun sinasabi how to really act. So, kumbaga parang hindi siya ganun ka-actionable. Pero um, isa din siguro na na importance ng information ay paano yon nakaka-appeal sa emotion ng mga tao um, para, mas, mas mag, para mas maging siguro inspired sila to act or to change yung behaviors nila. Pero going back siguro doon sa Filipino psyche, um, ano yung mga sort of values or behaviors sa mga Pilipino na tingin natin very important to nurture or mas bigyang pansin? That's a, that's a very interesting question. Uh, I will answer the question based on uh, existing evidence. Uh, so first is, marami sino sa inyo yung lumaki sa probinsya? <laughs> lumaki sa probinsya, yan. Yung mga lum- uh, Growing up in a more rural kind of environment apparently is uh, associated with higher environmental concern as an adult. Mm-hmm. So, pwede mong i-tap yun? Right. Ah, I, uh, I can attest to that. 
<laughs> ako din, I grew up in the uh, kind of... Provinciano ako eh. <laughs> That's one. Pero yung, to answer Brian's question, uh, ano yung unique sa Filipinos? Ang Filipinos, uh, like other Asian countries, we are collectivistic. Very sensitive tayo sa norms, what's normal behavior and what's acceptable socially and what's not acceptable socially. So, uh, ayaw natin ng masyadong hindi fit doon sa normal behavior. In general, no? In general speaking. So, importante na uh, isang factor na pwede nating itap is social norms. Meaning, if we can make people uh, create a perception or perceive that, you know, taking care of the environment is the normal behavior, diba? then they will follow because that's naturally how collectivistic cultures would, people in collectivistic cultures would behave. But if they perceive normal, uh, you know, uh, not taking care of the environment as normal, diba? then that, that can also backfire. That can also be a strong, um, you know, motivation to also not behave more pro-environmentally. So, uh, paano natin yon? Kaya ako, halimbawa, dito sa village namin, pag may nakita akong basura, syempre pupulutin ko yon. Pero bago ko pulutin yon, titingnan ko kung may batang nakatingin. Pag may batang nakatingin, pupulutin ko yon. Papakita ko. In a way, I am signaling what's acceptable behavior. So, very intentional. Very intentional. Um... Tapos, pwede parang gawin yung how you communicate environmental problems sa mga strategies. Uh, nag invite sila ng mga peop, uh, individuals that people generally will look up to. Yung mga popular people. You know? So, uh, kasi what popular people do is sometimes perceive as what's acceptable by the general public. So, kung magbibigay ka ng mga communication strategies in taking care of the environment, uh, pick somebody who's who's really you know who has a good public image that people really look up to. Bea, um, I'm sure you also have your insights on this as a campaigner and also as a witness to to your com- communities, you know, and and your your community of, of youth. Share with us your insights, your inputs on on this. Opo, no? So, ang ganda po nung sinabi ni, um, ni Doc John about collectivity, no? And to add to that lang, um, meron po ngayon na nag, parang nag, may resurgence ng um, approach sa organizing and communications um, strategies around climate change that deals with intersectionality. Um, mm-hmm. Ibig po natin sabihin dyan, um, ang pag-communicate ngayon at ang, kumbaga, ang organizing, ang pag-atake natin ngayon sa problema ng climate sa Pilipinas at sa ibang country, uh, hindi na lang ito tungkol sa environment, pero tungkol na rin to sa, sa atin, sa atin mismong mga tao bilang part okay. at embedded deeply, inextricably with our environment. So, sinasabi po nila na ang climate change, hindi lang yan environmental issue. Issue rin yan ng gender justice. Issue rin yan right. ng human right. rights. Right. Issue rin yan ng economic justice. Para po sa mga Pilipino, hindi lang ito mga konsepto eh. Itong mga SMSM at justice, justice na to. Kitang-kita natin yan. Every time na may mga disasters, every time may mga slow um, onset impacts ng climate change, nakita natin na ang pinaka-apektado lagi ay yung mga taong marginalized na. Kaya po, uh, uh, communication-wise and organizing-wise, I think it's also very important to organize also obviously ab- around our values but also around the very reality na the climate fight, the environmental justice fight is intersectional. So, yun po. Wow, great point. Oo nga, no? It's, it's not just an environmental fight. It's, it's the fight. Ano? It's an intersectional fight. Uh, ang, ang ganda nung, ano, ano, ganda nung framing ni Bea. No? We, we've always thought of it na ito ay economic issue. Ito ay, ito naman ay ah, gender issue yan. But because of, of how climate affects us all ano? and now climate uh, also affects the more vulnerable communities more i think uh, we need to really understand that you know it's, it's an intersectional concern uh, great point bea uh, brian you have uh, anything to add yeah actually regarding doon sa intersectionality very important point din yun na na bring up mo bea no um Gusto ko lang din i-itanong as um as a climate organizer tapos kanina um si si Doc John alude niya yung um konteksto ng values 
um, when when doing these kinds of um, climate activities, um, uh, gathering people, ano yung tingin mong, um, kumbaga, nag encourage sa mga tao to join these kinds of movement movements? At ano yung tingin mo naman na reasons kung bakit hindi ganon ka uh, nag-act yung ibang tao? May, 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 ganun, may ganun bang observations? Kapag nakikita ng mga tao na hindi sila iba sa environment, hindi tayo hiwalay sa environment, mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. naapektuhan tayo, especially yung mga pinaka-marginalized at pinaka-vulnerable sa atin, um, ng climate change at, other, at iba pang environmental injustices, doon tayo namomotivate. Eh. Kasi parang ang nangyayari sa mga youth activists, youth campaigners, for example, um, nakikita nila na it's the fight of our lives talaga, na it's an existential fight um, that's more than just, for example, polar bears or um, <laughs> plastic waste, uh, the plastic industry, ganyan. So, um, sig- siguro ulitin ko lang yung point kanina ni Doc John about collectivity din na um, kitang-kita rin yun, sobrang nakakatuwa na yung mga kakilala kong youth campaigner ngayon, ang mga inoorganisa nila, yung mga kaibigan din nila, yung mga mm. kapamilya nila. So, sobrang great motivator din sa kanila yung nakikita nila, yung mga kasama nila sa araw-araw, same din mm. ng concern. And for a lot of different reasons. Uh, sa halimbawa, may kaibigan ka na feminista. Uh, nakikita niya yung mm-hmm. epekto ng climate change sa kababaihan. Doon siya mm-hmm. namamotivate. And it's I think it's about also realizing na, syempre, pare-pareho dapat tayo ng concern which is solving climate change. But the issue affects us differently. And therefore, dapat yung pag-atake natin sa issue Uh, conscious tayo dapat sa kung ano yung pinapahalagahan ng mga kausap natin. Uh, doon naman sa mga parang barriers to action, mm-hmm. um, I think it's, uh, I, I, I've been speaking a lot about this nitong last few weeks. Um, may pinasukan akong panel the other day. Um, and it's about parang nagiging crisis siya of um, imagining what's possible. Um, there are larger... <laughs> more diabolical forces at play that that you know control our economics that control our structures na parang hindi tayo pinag-iimagine ng world for example without dirty energy um sinasabi nila na hindi hindi to mangyayari hindi to epektibo hindi tayo kakayan hindi natin kakayanin yan kailangan natin so, ng base load <laughs> oo kaya parang ang nangyayari ngayon inaapektuhan niya yung imagination at capacity yeah. to imagine ng mga tao for what's possible Um, and I think as youth, as youth campaigners, as youth activists, organizers, our job here is really not to demand what is politically feasible, kung ano yung acceptable lang para sa ating current structures, but to imagine more and to demand what we deserve. So, uh, so kung yung barrier to action, dapat encourage natin, lalo na yung mga kabataan na, na another world is possible at kaya natin yan kapag nag-collectivize tayo ng trabaho natin. Right. I think very important yung ganong klase ng pag-imagine. No? Kasi ano ba yung mga potential futures kapag ka pinagpatuloy natin yung ganitong bagay or kapag ka ganito yung ginawa natin ah. intervention. Diba? I think, Ongi, ito din yung pinag-uusapan natin before kung bakit tayo nagbabasa ng eco-fiction. Um, right. yeah. Kasi yun yung parang portal din um, yeah. na binibigay sa atin ng mga authors uh, na gumagawa nun kung paano natin i-imagine yung yung future ng environmental destruction, be it dystopia siguro or utopia, di ba? Yeah, um, yeah. And it provides us yung um, effective na impact. Correct. Um, hindi lang basta doon sa ano yung klase ng information. So, kumbaga, we get to to balance somehow ano ba yung facts, of course, ng climate crisis na very important, pero at the same time, Um, yung nag-fuel din sa atin yung, yung effective encounters natin eh, di ba, sa everyday life um, yeah, na, yeah. na na-experience natin yung effects ng climate crisis. And certainly, ano, for me, yung, yung, yung imagination ano, or imagining a better future uh, should be part of, of, of our arsenal. Ano, those of us who, who want to solve environmental problems, you know, imagining a better future, imagining our our society you know in in a more sustainable uh face ano or in in a better place than 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 we are right now uh certainly bahagi ng 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 pag-iisip at pagkilos yon ano tama so, pag-iisip at pagkilos then, hindi yeah, dapat mawala yung pagkilos na part <laughs> <laughs> hindi naman pwede na nag-iimagine lang tayo di ba pero 
Eto, Bea, may question lang din ako for you. Pero um, medyo may, may pagka-personal to, you may or may not answer na lang din. Um, bilang climate organizer um, for several years, um, at ikaw din yung nag-document ng mga stories ng uh, communities, di ba, uh, doon sa sa reporting mo on, on climate justice, on, on women and all. Uh, dumating din ba sa point doon sa 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 efforts mo na yon yung pinag-uusapan natin kanina about eco anxiety um may may, may ganun bang um na feel din ikaw from time to time or have you um um experienced that personally at at uh, kung oo pa paano ka nagdi-deal doon kasi i know very very um kumbaga exhausting din talaga yung ganitong yes, klase yes. ng <laughs> ng ng work so and we we acknowledge that so Um, may, may, would you like to share about it ba? Sure, sure. Um, I experience eco-anxiety every day. Um, every day of my life, I think about um, oh. my future and kung gustuhin man mag-children in the future, their future, mm-hmm. diba? Parang may aabutan ko sila ng gantong kagandang environment at at it's just not not just the environment but actually anxiety over everything else that's going on in the world right now. Oh. So I deal with that every day, especially as someone who is very sensitive and has like actual anxiety, like clinical anxiety. So um, mm. multiplier siya ng vulnerability ko na um, I'm already prone to feeling up anxious and depressed as a mental health condition. Dagdagan pa ng trabaho ko na exposes me to a lot of risk, oh, no. a lot of impacts. So multiplier po talaga siya sa akin ng, um, ng condition. Pero uh, I take inspiration po talaga sa communities that I work with at saka sa mga youth oh. activists that I keep mentioning. Um, nice. Of course, I, I do the usual personal um, coping mechanism na magtake ka ng breaks. Mag, ano ba ako ngayon? Nakaliba ko. So I take breaks. I take, I take frequent breaks from the work. But more than that, um, I try to see the issue as really a collective issue and not just my burden to bear. Um mm. I take inspiration po from communities who tirelessly fight. Um, meron po akong isang ina-admire na organizer. Um, tagabataan siya, her name is Ate Derek Cabe. Um, sinabi niya sa akin minsan na, um, paminsan-minsan daw, um, naiisip din nila magpahinga. Pero some people, they don't get to walk away from their fights. Um, kailangan ah. magpuloy dahil buhay nila yung nakasalalay doon. And I take inspiration right. from tenacity from that um from that dedication to the gospel so i think what i would say is pag deal with eco anxiety um with deal with um the trauma that we expose ourselves to every day just by watching and reading about the news um <laughs> it's to take care of ourselves then as in midst of taking care of our community right. and um really try to see it as a collective issue really keep hoping may tinatawag po na concept na radical hope So keep yeah. hoping and honor Radical all the hope. negative yeah. emotions, but also um, know that you're not alone in this fight. Great uh, sharing, uh, Bea. Uh, and, and, you know, for us, may konti rin na ganun. Not, of course, at the same level of, uh, as you, but for us working on the foundation, sanay kami na nasa field, sanay kami na nasa, nasa forest, and it's, it's really been difficult as well you know, to... to keep on working and keep on imagining uh, imagining about forest and forest conservation samantalang nakakulong ka sa concrete jungle that is Metro Manila. Uh John, I I I'm curious, you know, are there like, you know, for, for, uh, on a professional point of view, ang gaganda ng mga sinabi ni Bea, no? I've actually uh, I've, I've written down some of them Bea gagayahin kita. <laughs> But, you know, for 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 a professional, ano, uh Uh, and, and a psychologist's point of view, John, may meron bang uh, is there a way to deal with it? Uh, all right. First, I I like to talk about nag-exist ba talaga ang climate anxiety? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Point of view, sino ang nakaka-experience nito? Gaano kataas ang climate anxiety sa general population? Okay. Mm-hmm. So first, like climate anxiety is you know your psychological response sa climate change, environmental problems, you worry that about how bad the environmental problems will turn out. So, mm-hmm. um, ibang mga, psycholo- mga physical manifestations niyan, uh, aligaga ka, yung iba nagkakaroon ng nightmare, yung, yung mga severe levels ng climate anxiety, uh, mm-hmm. 
trembling, etc. Yung usual na anxiety pag nag-anxious tayo, di ba? Usual na anxiety. Pero this time, the cause is because of climate concerns. Uh, ang evidence ay sa general population, mababa ang level ng climate anxiety. Mm-hmm. Mga tao, mababa. Pero may mga taong vulnerable sa climate anxiety at sa severe levels ng climate anxiety. So, sino-sino itong mga ito? Based sa evidence, ito yung mga mataas ang concern for the environment. <laughs> more vulnerable sa climate anxiety. A climate anxiety kasi a certain level of climate anxiety is functional. We see when it's good if you have certain level of climate anxiety, that means you you can act to take care of the environment. Pero yeah. meron mga more, more, more severe level that impair you. Diba? That you're really down that you cannot respond anymore. Kaka-nightmare ka na, etc. Pero very rare yung mga cases na yun. Uh, going back, sino yung vulnerable? Ang mga vulnerable, yung mga first-hand nakaka-experience ng climate impact, like extreme typhoons, etc., droughts. Um, pero, you experience climate anxiety only if you attribute yung, yung disaster or yung extreme weather sa climate change. Mm-hmm. Some people will say, it's, it's normal. We experience that every year and it's it's something that's destined to happen. May maraming beliefs ang mga tao, iba-iba. Pero yung mga tao na naniniwala sila na ito ay dahil sa climate change, mas mataas yung climate anxiety response nila, mas vulnerable sila. Pangatlo, uh, children mm-hmm. and adults are more vulnerable to climate anxiety and uh, also indigenous people. Kasi indigenous people, sila talaga yung, ah. you know, uh, they, their lives depend on nature and the resources provided by nature. Uh, may yon. Pero unfortunately, uh, sabi ko nga, ang baba ng climate anxiety sa general population. I'm not sure if it's unfortunately or fortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Pero based on the data, that's that's what the data says. Mm-hmm. The Philippines, ang data namin uh, on climate anxiety, we're currently writing the up paper on climate anxiety. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, we can see that uh, Filipino adolescents, some of them have certain levels of climate anxiety. Mm-hmm. At all. And isa yun sa mga research agenda namin to maybe look at climate anxiety in Filipinos in general population and who uh, are there specific groups of Filipinos who are more vulnerable than others in terms of climate anxiety. So, so far, in terms of data, we don't have data, solid data yet in the Philippines about climate anxiety. But we can def- definitely observe who are, you know, uh, who are more vulnerable based on, you know, our interactions. Yeah. Okay. Actually, regarding sa pag-aaral sa climate anxiety, no, uh, Dr. John, nung September 7, may lumabas na bagong article sa, sa preprints with The Lancet. Uh, ang nag-aaral nun ay mga taga-University of Bath sa, sa UK. Tapos pinag-aralan nila yung um, uh, ano ba yung experience ka ng mga kabataan age 16 to 25 um, regarding climate anxiety. So nag-survey sila ng 10,000 na, na, na mga tao at sinabi doon na 59% ay very or extremely worried talaga sila sa climate crisis. Tapos mm-hmm. at least 84% yung at least moderately worried. So parang in terms of ganong klase ng data, sobrang taas niya. At binanggit doon na parang yung correlation daw ng climate anxiety and distress ay significantly related doon sa kung paano nila na-perceive yung inadequate government response and associated feeling of betrayal. So parang yun yung ilang source okay. ng, ng anxiety doon <clears throat> sa mga tao. Ito yung isa sa mga pinaka-recent na nakita ko na pag-aaral. Um, maganda yung effort ninyo na pag-aralan din ano ba yung sitwasyon nga dito sa Pilipinas. Baka yung binabanggit natin kanina na values pang pro-social behavior, yung binabanggit kanina ni, ni Bea na collectivist na, na, na action, na perspective ng mga Pilipino, baka ilan yun sa mga maaaring makatulong doon sa kung paano natin ibigil yung ganitong klase ng sitwasyon. I totally agree. Uh, my, I think importante na magkaroon ng pag-aaral sa climate anxiety and psychological response sa mga Pilipino sa climate change kasi Philippines is geographically vulnerable to climate change because you know how we are positioned dinadaanan tayo na at least 20 typhoons per year and you know some of those typhoons are super typhoons uh, and also because of our 
economic status as a country, we are less able to protect ourselves from the disasters. So we are really vulnerable. And unfortunately, there's very little you know, research on how the young younger generations respond, you know, I mean psycho in a psychological way to climate uh, climate change. Hindi natin alam uh, worried ba yung younger generations uh, sa climate change, gaano sila naapektuhan, naniniwala ba sila sa climate change in the first place? No, kasi hindi ka naman magkakaroon ng climate anxiety kung hindi ka naniniwala na may climate change or hindi ka na inform na may climate change at mm. actually happening right now. So there's we don't have data yet. But they, they are very very important directions. I agree. As much yeah. as kailangan natin yung ganitong kla- yung mga ganitong klase ng datos, hindi rin naman natin maitatanggi na totoo talaga yung impacts, di ba? Tulad dun sa stories na na ginagawa din ni Bea sa mga kwento uh, ng komunidad ng kung saan nandun din siya. I mean, doon um, siya nakikisalamuha, di ba? So, yung stories na yon yung experiences na yon testifies doon sa 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 crisis sa effects ng crisis na meron ba right yeah. and 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 i suspect yun na yung yung ways we dealing with it ano are are you know uh, depends siguro din on how creative you are how well linked you are to you know your your peers yung social protection that you feel are around you uh, and and as much as nakalink din siya doon sa knowledge more information mo on on the causes and impacts of climate change and 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 certainly doon sa ineffectiveness ng 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 government or people who are supposed to be to be addressing this when we did another you know, previous episode ano yung forest dating you know uh, one of the things there that that we tried was you know to really be to be calm and to unwind and and to uh Uh, let go of yung 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 anxiety yung stresses uh, while in 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 the forest ano at, at si Doc TJ yung guest namin doon led us through this wonderful breathing and then and then mindfulness exercise ano uh, and and um, sa akin it 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 was very meaningful kasi it was in in forest in a setting that I like But I I wonder, uh, Doc John, you know, if if one way or or you know a, a pathway towards uh, thinking about and addressing our our eco anxiety would be spending more time w- with nature or with with the environment. Would would that be a good suggestion? Uh, absolutely. There's very strong evidence that you know the more exposure you have uh, to nature, mas mababa ang depression, anxiety, and okay. symptoms. Uh, yung forest bathing uh, sa Japan di ba yan yung Shinrin Yoku yeah Shinrin Yoku uh, yeah lalakad ka sa forest nakapaaka and then you're just fully present in the experience uh, you know just being mindful about the whole experience you listen to the birds chirping to the leaves uh, you know falling everything uh, there's a very strong evidence on uh, exposure to nature and better mental health Uh, pero medyo tricky ito. Okay, medyo tricky. Especially ngayon na technological age. Bigyan ko kayo ng isang sample study. So isa-isang sample study na to ang ginawa nila, uh, there are two groups of people that they asked to walk in the forest. Mm-hmm. First group of people were asked to just be fully present while you walk in the forest, uh, you know, kapaa. Uh, just be fully present be mindful listen to everything listen to the uh, to the sounds of the birds chirping to the uh, to the feeling of your feet touching the ground but just be fully present for 30 minutes and then the other group well, did the same thing but with an added task ang added task nila they have they will bring their phones and they will answer uh, text messages and emails in the 30 minutes for a walk Right? That's what happened. <laughs> After the 30 minutes walk, what they did is that they, they did a brain scan of each participant. Brain scan. Mm-hmm. And what they saw in the brain scan is that those who are in the phone condition, those who are using their phones <laughs> during the forest walk, have, you know, have very active brains. Their brains were not arrested. They're very stressed. 
despite being exposed to nature. Yung mga naglakad na just fully present, mindful, the brains were very rested and very calm. The brain scans are great. And ano ang sinasabi sa atin ito? Kung mag-expose ka sa nature, huwag kang picture ng picture. Huwag <laughs> kang magpala ng mga gadgets that will distract you. Be fully present. That's the important thing. Because if you are distracted and you're not fully present with the experience, you it's, a, it's gonna be a futile attempt. You won't benefit in terms of mental health. So that's the evidence. Great point, uh, John. Ano, o nga naman, you're... You're trying to immerse yourself and then uh, uh, text or email ka. However, we're a connected world, eh, diba? So, yun, ang, yun I think yung challenge. And, and I'm, I'm, I'd like to ask si Bea, ano ba? Uh, pasensya na, Brian, marami yung tanong ngayon. Eh. Bea, um, you know, I, I suppose given na uh, given, uh, we, we were all, you know, we're all uh, shattered in our homes, uh, uh, a lot of yung connection natin ngayon would be through through email through through, through zoom ano uh, does this affect you, you know your your work as a as a climate advocate and a climate uh, organizer uh, and also uh, how is it finding yourself connected uh, through yung yung digital means but perhaps unable to connect with with others through real face to face and and real people uh, interaction. Yeah, so nothing beats po talaga being out <laughs> in the sometimes literal field, connecting yeah. with people, building the relationships, sustaining the relationships long after you've gone. Pero yeah. um, medyo double-edged sword din po tong panahon na to eh, na everything, mm-hmm. the organizing, the campaigns being virtual and digital. Um, on the one hand, you get to access more people from more places kasi everyone's tuned into their ah. computer. For example, youth, um, if you're if you've heard of the youth climate strikes, a lot of them yep. a lot of them have met lang through online po, um, through mm-hmm. simply looking at, for example, Bangladesh climate strikes and then finding their accounts and then connecting through that. Pero um access issue din po talaga kasi dahil marami tayong mga kababayan, for example, in the Philippines alone, who doesn't have um internet or sometimes stable internet connection. Medyo yeah. So I think it's a double-edged sword, pero as with anything, we try to make the most out of it po and try and hold out hope na lang na balang araw, mamimit din natin tong mga taong to face-to-face and sustain their relationship then. Uh, I'm, I'm glad na ganun pa rin. Ano? It's, it's uh, while mediated by technology, ano? yung yung organizing and the campaigning. I think uh, it seems like what you're saying is you know while on on we may think that it's mediated by technology mukhang it's really uh, enabled by hope and by yung yun nga yung yung as as john calls it ano yung collectivism ng 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 youth at ng all of these activists you know uh, great point uh, bea yeah maraming salamat uh, john and bea napaka malaman nung ating naging discussion about um ecopsychology about um, about sa experiences natin. I, I think sobrang ogi, natutuwa ako kasi sobrang rich na meron tayo nung iba't-ibang perspectives din. Thank you, John, yep. for, for sharing us yung mga pag-aaral. Uh, very, all very important. Tapos, tama din si, si, si Bea doon sa, nakaka-relate ako doon sa binanggit ni Bea kanina na um, na-experience mo everyday yung eco-anxiety. Iba-iba lang siya ng parang level or or um siguro um kumbaga atake sa pero parang very important yung yung breaks mo from time to time and i like yung idea na you keep yourself grounded talaga um you find your inspirations mo doon sa communities doon sa mga um kasama sa pag organize or kasama doon sa sa advocacy work and um yeah i think ang dami ko ding um takeaways din uh, at tulad ng lagi naming bin- pinag-uusapan ni Sir Ongi na parang every after nung episode kailangan namin mag mas mag-distill pa, mas mag-reflect kasi um, yeah. ako personally mas gusto kong matutunan ano ba yung mga aspeto pa ng intersectionality, paano ba natin to mas mas ma- mas streamline sa advocacy work um, na hindi lang isang aspeto ng climate yung pinag-uusapan natin, hindi masyadong focus sa tao. At the same time, paano din natin mo consider yung mga pag-aaral na binanggit ni 
ni ni John sa let's say pag pag sa decision making processes, di ba? Um, ng government or ng mga uh, concerned na na stakeholders. So kumbaga sobrang complex talaga ng ng usapin na ito. Um, it's just that na feeling ko important lang din na mahanap natin or uh, makapag-reflect tayo dun sa ano ba yung mga nag-work sa atin at ano pa yung mga pwede natin gawin given yung mga ganitong klase ng 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 information na meron sa atin. Um, siguro baka meron na lang din um, uh, mensahe ang bawat isa. Um, siguro sa'yo, uh, John, para sa mga kabataan or related siguro doon sa expertise mo on environmental psychology and mental health. Ano ba natin? Ano yung mga marirecommend yeah. mo sa kanila um, para makatulong sa panahon ng napakahabang community quarantines at, uh, <laughs> at lockdown. At uh, kay Bea din siguro doon sa mga nag, may mga for sure marami pang mga tao na nagtatanong paano ba kami siguro makaka-join doon sa cause. Parang nandun yung motivations pero baka hindi pa sila masyadong aware sa spaces kung saan pwede sila right, right. Uh, ma-involve. So baka mga ganun uh, na mga mensahe siguro. Thank you, Brian. Uh, siguro final message ko is as a, as a person and as a scientist, I'm really uh, hoping na yung younger generations sa mga Filipino will take care of the environment. Because I see environmental problems as you know an intergenerational problem. It hindi natin ma-resolve ito kung isang generation lang ang mag-aalaga mm-hmm. sa environment. Kailangan mm-hmm. continuous. Uh, and for grown-ups, my message would be: think of your children. Uh, how would what kind of future uh, and, and environment would you like your children to live in? Right. And uh, tungkol doon sa pandemic, dahil pandemic ngayon, nakalakdown tayo mahabang panahon, uh, very limited yung, ex- yung opportunity to go to nature and, be, and to reap the benefits of nature. Um, merong mga scientific evidence na virtual nature experience can actually benefit, can actually help um, mental health. Um, you know, listen to the sound of the birds chirping virtually. No, uh, sound of the river, etc. Pero uh, based on evidence, iba pa rin kapag actual nature exposure. So why don't you bring nature into your home like plantito plantita as you've talked about in your previous episodes. And thank you again for inviting me. really enjoyed this conversation. Thanks, John. Uh, Bea, may we hear from you? Opo. Um, so Brian said something about reflection kanina, no? And I think as movements, as advocates, as activists, whatever we want to call ourselves, it is our duty to keep reflecting on how we can be most effective. Um, mm. But at the same time, um, we have to honor um, what's human in us. We have to honor the disappointments, the sometimes hopelessness, the despair, the grief. And um, I think the most radical thing that we can do to resist um, the injustices that we face, kahit pa climate yan, o kahit ano pang injustice yan, is to keep up, keep um, keep up hoping, um, keep on hoping, and um, continue imagining, and then working towards that better future that we're imagining for ourselves. Because I think, um, as campaigners and organizers, our work is usually about going against something, fighting against a coal plant, fighting against a company, or whatever. Pero sometimes we forget that we also have to offer um, a, an alternative vision, an alternative solution. And I think um, yung vo- nice. vision and solution na yan, it's going to be rooted in honoring first um, the things that, you know, that bind us to each other, the things that make us human, such as our hope, our undying hope, our fight, our um, stubborn um, persistence sa paglaban sa mga bagay na importante sa atin. So, Ayun lang po. Um, I recently started, sorry, counting plug. I recently yeah. started a weekly newsletter. It's called The Very Best of Us. And it's basically mm. about honoring what makes us human as we confront societal shocks like climate change, like the pandemic. So I think um, it's about reflection talaga po, both personal and collective reflection to see how we can best address these problems that we face. So yun po, thank you so much for inviting me again. Bri, we've heard, you know, Many beautiful things, uh, no, uh, oh. in conversation. Ito. Oh my God. Uh, and and really, you know, uh, well, first time I'm I'm 
hype ano kasi may may area for research, may area for study that we really need to to go and and and, and get into ano. Um I I like yung sinasabi ni ni John ano that you know we need to study ano yung uh, ano yung impact ng environment sa sa tao but at the same time uh, study how you know values formation um, as this older generation teaching perhaps leading perhaps or you know moving aside perhaps and and let the younger generation experience it as a as a means for learning as you know as important as you know just talking about it or as or, or spreading information ano ang, ang galing ng point ni Jana it's not about information only it's about instilling values to guide action uh, and and that certainly is a great pathway to to look at you know when when we were thinking about this episode Brian and then we were do I I did a little research as well um I I really was trying to also come to grips with yun nga, yung my own dislocation perhaps from 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 nature from our work you know in, in in the forest foundation with with our communities that's why i asked si John kanina and si Bea na hey ano bang ano ba yung ginagamit nyo or anong approaches ano anong tools um but i, I think we we struck you know gold here ano this this conversation with John and, and Bea i think yung being connected yung being hopeful and and being and and, and engaging in conversation with with people who care you know about ourselves and about the environment you know and in equal measures because as as John says you know we're we're, we're connected eh? you know, and then as Bea says you know we're, we're we honor the environment by honoring our own selves you know is 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 perhaps my real takeaway you know i was i was looking for a magic bullet perhaps or a a, a process na okay if i go through this i'll feel better i think yun nga, yung, yung, just going through this conversation talking to john and listening to bea and listening to 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 yung exchanges natin brian uh, i think uh, maraming na na tanggal na no? anxiety you know, uh, sa akin so it's been a great conversation thank you john thank you bea thank you brian Sa
Thank you for listening to this episode. Gubat at Ibaba and Forest Foundation would like to thank our guests, Dr. John Jamir Benson Aruta and Beatrice Tulagan for sharing their stories and insights about eco-psychology, eco-anxiety, and mental health during this pandemic. To see more of Dr. John's works, you can visit his profile on researchgate.net. His papers include connectedness to nature, psychological distress among Filipino adults during the pandemic, and self-criticism in a collectivistic context, to name a few. We also provided links to his research articles on our resources page at guba.ibapa website. To read more about Bea's stories as a writer and a climate organizer, you can visit her website at www.beatricetulagan.com and follow her socials at Bea Tulagan on Instagram and Twitter. You can also support and learn more about Bea's writings by subscribing to her weekly newsletter at theverybestofus.org website. We'd also like to thank our featured musicians for this episode, Chelly San Luis and Clara Benin. Clara is a Filipino singer-songwriter. Her music is characterized by a laid-back and enchanting vocal style accompanied by an acoustic guitar. While Chelly is a creative storyteller, 
a singer-songwriter, and an expressive arts facilitator at Naji's Creative Spaces, a center for healing and learning through the arts in Metro Manila. We just listened to the song Puno from the album Here Today. Check out Puno on Spotify. At www.guba.ibapa.forestfoundation.ph, you can browse through our maps featured on each episode and resource materials that you can read and check out after listening to our episodes.